I find that the more I rest, the more things are becoming effortless and kind of happening for me to the point where I'm, I'm really getting these downloads. It's like, guy, you need to stop taking action because all these things that you've been wanting and putting effort towards aren't happening because you're not just resting. Like they'll happen if you just rest. Welcome to the Personal Development Without the Fluff podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. Look, if you believe that there's gotta be more to life, or you find yourself zagging when others are zigging, this podcast is most likely for you. We're not here to fix you because in our opinion, you're already perfect. We are here to help you remember who you truly are. That light inside of you that you thought you lost forever. I think you know the one I'm talking about, right? That one. We're brash and blunt and give it to you straight. You'll most likely love us and hate us at the same time. And for us, That's perfect, because what we are here to do is open your heart and expand your mind so you can live your ultimate life. And if you're wanting more support at any time or just want to interact with Guy and I, find our personal development without the fluff group on Facebook and come hang out with us and other like-minded, amazing human beings. So if you're done with fantasizing about your life and you're ready to go start living it, welcome to our show. Now let's get started. All right, my friends. So today's iTunes review is short, simple, and to the point by Joel Smith, 214, who headlined it, amazing podcast. He writes, life-changing material, one of the best personal development, if not the best I've listened to. Joel, thank you for the beautiful, kind words. Email me at elon at satoriprime.com, and I will send you your personalized gift. And if you're listening and would leave us an honest review on iTunes. Uh, Once I read yours out loud, you can email me as well and receive this amazing gift. So again, thank you, Joel Smith, 214. And now back to our show. By the way, what do you think of this line? Train your mind so you can listen to your heart. Okay. I've been thinking about like how everyone's, uh, everyone's trying to train on mindset or uh, lifestyle, but it's like no no one's talking about training the heart. I mean, I, I got to tell you all the calls that I'm doing right now. And like, I had one today, this woman's going to join the masterclass. Um, she asked me, it was really interesting. She asked me, um, you know, why isn't, cause I was saying how like the distinction of everything is mindset work. The problem is that it keeps everything up here and then people don't actually drop into their heart. So they're doing all this work to try to heal what's happening inside, but this has no access to that. Totally. And I was walking her through it. And at the end she's like, why is everyone just teaching that? Like, why aren't people teaching this? And I was saying, it's like kind of the cutting edge of the cutting edge stuff that's being out there today. So it's, people just aren't aware. Totally. Took us a long time. I I agree. Yeah. All right. Welcome. Welcome everybody. They kind of like walked into right right into the middle of it, huh? Kind of, it's kind of what being live is all about, right? (laughs) We usually do the staring into it but we just jumped right into it i think what we need to do in the future is we just wear like a a french maid's costume and we're just like dusting it like oh oh you're here hi uh oh let me tell you about this uh personal development thing that i've been working on do you like my trousers (laughs) (laughs) you want to hear something Uh, so christine is who i was actually speaking to today she's in the comment box okay that's who i was having that conversation with earlier which is awesome yeah i love it um Bro, I, I'm thinking maybe instead of the, those outfits, we just start every one of these topless. I mean, well, then we got to start selling a different program. I said, I've said topless personal development. I think that's where we make our big breakthrough. Yeah, that's where that's where the industry is heading. That nobody's no, really. That's where, we, that's where we should be heading. You know, I was reading this uh, this book about business, and he said the reason most people's marketing doesn't work is because they do the same marketing their entire industry is doing. You have to step into other industries figure out their marketing plans. Now the porn industry, there you go. The porn industry is always at the cutting edge of all technology and training. So I think what we need to combine is porn in personal development into personal porn development. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just call it PPD. And we'll be like, everyone's just trying to teach you personal development, but we do porn personal development. So we'll freaking crush it. All right, and welcome and on to that note. Facebook Live. Um, and that's usually, we should start every conversation that way. That's awesome. Uh, so 
to everybody who's here, hopefully you got a nice laugh out of that one, uh, or you're just discouraged and never want to talk to Elon and me again. Either way, we've done our job today. Happy Tuesday to everybody. Hope you enjoyed your uh, holiday weekend if you're in America for that, uh, for everybody else. I think um, it's the end of your summer. Kids are probably going back to school, whatever, whatever, and kind of getting into that energy, which is cool. Uh, we thought today we would kind of uh, talk to you guys about confidence. Uh, it seems to be a uh, important facet of being human. We could certainly put self-esteem into that and, and well-being and safety and different things of that. Um of that thing. So of that nature. So anyway, I, I wanted to share with you guys a little bit about uh, something that's been going on with me. We'll see where the conversation goes. Um, but it's also just uh, like usual, right? When you're doing a lot of marketing for a lot of different campaigns, you have your pulse on what's happening in a lot of different industries, marketing, what's working, what's not working. Elon and I um, get to talk to a lot of people, obviously, about really intimate things in their lives. And because of that, we also kind of get a pulse of, honestly, like the energy that's in the world today, if you want to call it that, or the energy, um, whether that's galactic or astronomically or just uh, on our planet, I'm not really sure. I think it probably all interacts together, even us individually. I actually saw a really, really interesting uh, Bruce Lipton video this weekend that talks about entanglement and, and how the energy system works um, as well. But um, just to kind of bring it down to the ground and talk to you guys about some of the things that have been happening in our lives. For me, it's kind of what I want to talk to you. How do we like maintain alignment? How do we maintain confidence when when challenges arise? I, I think a lot of people come to the personal development space uh, admirably so, wanting to make their lives better, um, wanting to feel better, uh, things of that nature. Something that we really kind of nip in the butt really early on with our work is that this work, if you just do it to make yourself feel better, there's an aspect to that that certainly works, but it creates this like false attachment of the kind of human that you want to become. So it's like, if you're a feel-good human all the time, that means that you're experiencing less sadness or no sadness, no anger, or less anger, things like of that nature. And, and we just don't think that that's realistic. You know, we, we worked very, very hard and diligently to like understand these aspects of human psyche of human energy systems with thinking like, well, one day if we just have enough awareness, we'll like get rid of all this stuff. But after 17 years of doing personal development work, like that hasn't happened. So, you know, a few years back, we, we started getting a lot more interested in the um, energy system to kind of look at the subconscious, unconscious part uh, of the system, if you want to call it that, and, and how that works with everything. So long story short, the last like four months, certainly in my life um, and my wife's life uh, with our kid, uh, we have a nine month old baby at home for those of you guys that are keeping track. Mm-hmm. Um, and since like June, it's just been like really, uh, physical for us. Like those have been the challenges, like people getting sick over and over again, uh, exhaustion for new parents with not sleeping well. Um, and then even this last week, um, I'm on, a, on about my seventh day and it's gotten a lot better of dealing with vertigo, which has been something that's kind of gone in, in and out of my life for the last like four or five years, which is really interesting. It, it, I think it, it stymies for like the same thing as getting sick. Like you're not sleeping. Um, you're overexerting yourself. You're stressing the body. And for whatever reason, my body has started uh, using vertigo as a tool to slow me down. Um, so uh, look, I, I would love to tell you that with all the training and all the awareness that I've been a perfect human being and spiritual alignment the entire time, but that's not the case. Uh, it's been really frustrating watching my wife get sick, watching my baby get sick going through all these cycles, um, having vertigo, especially for a person who enjoys to be active, uh, like Elon and myself, when something is telling you that you can't move, that really triggers a lot of stuff in my system. And that's something I've had to become really aware of because I've spent a, a very large portion of my life believing that if I'm not in action in some way, like my life is digressing. Um, and that's just simply not true. That's kind of like how my system has been organized. So I want to talk to you guys about when these challenges are coming up and we heard from a lot of our clients, same thing kind of happening right now, which is why we wanted to talk about it. We're saying confidence, but I think more appropriately today for me, rather than confidence is like, how do I maintain uh, some balance? How do I maintain alignment in my life? Because for me, it's like, how are you going to, how are you going to have confidence if you're not feeling alignment? You're just not right. Um, So look, here's, here's where I've kind of gotten to. Um, stress comes up and it's funny because energy begets energy. So when stress creates more stress, right. Um, happiness creates more happiness, anger creates more anger. And in these moments, like certainly there, there have been, um, very trying moments of, of stress. Um, uh, but like two, two things that I always know right away is number one, whatever is happening 
is not happening to me, it's happening for me. And the quicker I can make that switch, the, the sooner I have the ability to take responsibility and I can uh, lessen the degree or not have it all where I externalize my frustration um, either on people in my life, i.e. my wife or friends or family or anything like that, or even start blaming the circumstances like, you know, why is this happening to me? And the quicker I can get myself to a point of seeing that, hey, this, this is an opportunity, um, the better. Now, the question for me is always, okay, so if I can get myself to a point of this is an opportunity, then the next part is like, what's the opportunity? So I've been really sitting a lot with like physical ailment or physical challenges. Like, you know, what, what is the opportunity of this? And then I'll talk about kind of what I do as a second piece. And for me, what I, what I started realizing is, is that we have such a strong uh, identity. Uh, the system is organized so strongly in a certain way to respond to threats or stress in a particular way. And it's the same way that you've been responding to stress pretty much your entire life. So I was thinking, I'm like, well, what would be the point of weakening a body? You know, like, what, why, why is that something that we have to go through in order to find strength? Now, if you look at a lot of different things that happen, like there's no upward trajectory that always goes upward. It's always got like kind of these peaks and troughs, ups and downs, right? So even if you think about the physical body, if we want to look at it this way and working out in order to grow a muscle, we need to put stress and strain on the muscle, break the muscle, literally make it weaker. Yep. And when it repairs itself, it comes back stronger. Right. And, and if we look, we could find that analogy kind of like all over nature and all over our lives. So like my wife has had this like respiratory thing that she's never had before. In the meantime, like she's had these like energetic, energetic gifts coming online that she's never had, have had them before. I've gotten my physical body into more alignment um, through this process called Rothing. And ever since then, there's been like a lot of like emotional energy stuff that has come back up in my system uh, readily. So again, for me, what I start seeing is like, okay, this is interesting. Like what if an ailment comes or a disease or whatever's happening to you in your life or some, some trouble, maybe you're hurting your knee or your back is out or whatever it might be, but normally you would have a particular response and the part that responds physically lives in that part of your body, like in the the fascia or in that muscle tissue or something. You guys all know this when you're sick, let's say you're angry at somebody, but you suddenly get like really sick, you have a fever. You're not thinking about being angry anymore. Like the anger just kind of dissipates because now you're worried about getting better, right? It's like, it it just changes your focus. So like at the energetic level for me, it's like, okay, well, something is weakening because maybe uh, a something in my life is showing up right now. And normally I would be responding from this automated pattern but because I'm not, some new information is coming into my system and it's reorganizing, okay? So that's like something that I sort of look at. The other thing that uh, I could say is I've, in this last year, which is really new for me, is I made a distinction between sleep and rest. I've never had this before. Um, for me, sleeping was rest. <laughs> and then when you awake, it's like, just take care of business, right? Like do your thing. Um, many of us, if not most of us are addicted to caffeine or some kind of stimulant in order to keep ourselves going when we feel foggy or, um, ebbs and flows of energy, but certainly being a parent, I don't care how much coffee you throw at it. That's like like throwing a bucket of water. It's like throwing a bucket of water at a forest fire. Like, come on. So (laughs) it's like, oh, that was cute. That was cute. It's like a little puff of smoke. Um, you know, so. I've really had to, again, my system is not organized for rest. I know other people are really good at rest. Like I'm not. Um, and something I've learned about the human system is that we, we have a charge and a discharge cycle. So we actually charge ourselves up and get, allows us to take a lot of action. And then there's like a discharge cycle, but some people, their systems sit in a discharge cycle. Like my wife is really good at this. Like an opportunity comes and she goes, Oh, I'll sit with it. And she can just sit there and like, give herself time to into it, into like whether it feels right for her or not. For me, it's like, it's good, it's bad. I'll go do it. I won't go do it. It's like so quick yeah. like that. But part of that is like we, uh, our systems are like constantly looking to charge up again. They don't really have like this discharge cycle. And that intuitive part that it cons actually happens during the discharge cycle. When the body's in rest is actually when the body gets new information. That's the irony. So like I've had to uh, retrain myself to um like be okay with rest and it's something i'm getting better at all the time it's so ironic like i have to get better at doing less i you know like i'm I'm doing more of doing less basically um and the irony is like i find that the more i rest the more things are becoming effortless and kind of, kind of happening for me to the point where I'm, I'm really getting these downloads it's like guy you need to stop taking action because all these things that you've been wanting and putting effort towards aren't happening because you're not just resting like they'll happen if you just rest 
including energetic gifts and all these other things. So that's kind of like where I wanted to uh, start the conversation. on. so a lot, a lot to share, but that's what's been going on. Um, it's interesting because I was talking to uh, this woman earlier today and we were talking about how when the body, so like things happen and they're always happening for us. And I think that's a line that a lot of people say, I just don't know that many people quite like embody that, you know, it's like this cool thing to say, but they don't really embody it. So in essence, if you think about it in a very simple term, something happens externally, it hits something in the, in the inside, we'll just call it like your system, just to keep it really simple. It touched on something like, like a energetic nerve, if you will. And that energetic nerve feels bad. So then the body contracts and stops you from feeling it. And then the mind comes in and goes, I got this, I'll protect us. And it just like, we don't need to feel it. And it almost like cuts you at the head. And then what people end up doing is they end up doing a lot of mindset work. And the mindset work is to get tools and you just figure out how to like reframe things and say things differently and feel good about things. But you're never actually dealing with that touched nerve or that, that uh, nerve that's on the inside that keeps getting hit. And what happens is people end up going on this like hamster wheel or Ferris wheel, if you will, where it's like, I feel really, really, really good. And then you come back to the same exact thing. Like I feel really, really good. And then you come back to the same thing. And that loop might take you, you know, a week at first, then you do some mindset work and it takes a month and then you do some more mindset work and it takes six months and then a year. But like, if you're looking at the totality of the time that you've done mindset work, it probably keeps bringing you back to the same thing over and over, like the same people, the same opportunities, the same struggles. And it was, I mean, over 10 years, guy and I did this. And I'm not saying that our lives didn't expand and we had all these amazing breakthroughs and, and learned about ourselves and but it's like, we just got sick of the Ferris wheel. Yeah. The Ferris wheel got bigger. And like that time that it took to get us back there was probably longer, but it was really annoying. And what you say about the body just weakening, it's like when everything inside is resisting what is happening in the moment. So it's like, there's a sensation that comes up. The mind's like, I don't want to feel that sensation. It needs to figure out ways to keep that bottled up. Right. So it's like, I'm not going to feel it. I'm not going to feel it. And it constricts and constricts and constricts. That takes a tremendous amount of energy. Yes. Tremendous amount of energy. So if you're someone out there that's like, you know, I used to be confident and I used to feel this way, but now I don't. It's well, there's so much constriction happening in the system. You're like, why can't I be? Because you buried that person under so much stuff down in there. And then what happens to these people, a lot of the time is you go through these moments where you like, you know, like you're out there doing everything and then you crash like hard and you might get sick. And and by the way, like this is not to, I'm not a scientist or a doctor by any stretch of the imagination. I've just been around and coached a lot of people to know that like when someone's really, really anxious and using all that energy to bottle things up, that energy has got to come out one way or another. There is no amount of work that you can do on oneself to keep that thing bottled up. It is really, really strong. And it can come out in all sorts of ailments, whether in your body, it can be cancer. It could be crazy ass sicknesses that like level you. It could be just you're laid up in bed with zero energy for two, three days. Like you spend your day, your week, like crushing it. And then on the weekends, you're just like a zombie and you feel bad. And I find that kind of like to what you're saying, guy, that the body has to figure out a way to release this stuff. It just yeah. has to. And when it puts your system in a weakened state, you stop fighting. You just, it's like, kind of like you like lay down, you kind of throw in the towel. And at some point, then the energy processes through. The only problem is that you're doing this completely unconsciously and you then feel better, right? Cause like there's now energy, that energy has passed. You wake up, you're like, Oh, I'm healthy again, but you're not really healthy again. You're just mm -hmm. kind of back to that, like survival baseline mode instead of like incapacitated in, in bed or just miserable and so you, you, that feels like, oh, I'm better again. And you go back to that same pattern of like, I'm going to run, 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 crush it, crash. I'm going to run, 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 crush it, crash. And yeah, it's, um, 
I mean, you and I have been around so many people and, and I, I had a laugh even this past weekend. We say this all the time, like around guy and I, people cry. Like, and, and I don't mean that we say horrible shit to make people cry. I mean, like, I think we've just embodied a way to make other people's subconscious mind and systems feel safe around us. And when your system relaxes and feels safe, that energy starts flowing again. And for a lot of people, the first place it comes is, is in the form of tears because it's like a very natural, easy release, right, for yep. the body. Mm-hmm. So even this weekend, I'm talking to someone and we have we started this very like, you know, nothing conversation. It was about like, how was vacation? And the next thing you know, like five minutes later, she, she's there crying. And I'm just like, she's like, mm-hmm. I don't know why. It like, kind of happens, you know, like this is – and then – this morning I had another conversation with this beautiful woman and she's like, I don't really cry. I'm like, well, people cry around me. And I think we allow for people to process and release deep, deep trauma and ruptures. And we allow them to go experience things in a way that they have not let themselves experience for decades. I mean, like three, four, five, six decades of just body pent up. Like I can't feel this. I can't feel this. I can't feel this. And then in a very, very short time of being around us, our coaches, our community, et cetera, like it just allows them to release that so much so that, you know, like you've seen Jivan, who's one of our students recently, like, you know, taught her the MI safe exercise. And she was doing that. And like her son hits her or hit her. And like, she, took them to social workers and this and that, and like all these things. And then within a matter of 10 days that she's been doing this, like that's a thing of the past. And she tried everything. And I was like, guess what? It has nothing to do with him. Right. Because our energy affects everyone around us energy. And like when you're pent up, the signal you're sending to everyone else is like, I don't feel safe in here. And when you don't feel safe in here, then you have patterns that come out, whether it's you're, you're avoiding shit, whether you become aggressive and angry, whether you're frustrating and biting and snapping at people, but like somehow that energy is pent up and impacting everyone else. And when you're around people that don't feel safe, it makes your system not feel safe. And then your shit comes up and it's like battling of these, you know, the, the patterns and the shit. And like, I think when people come around us, it's just all that stuff relaxes in a way that's so healing for them that they're like, you know, like they get to take that breath almost for the first time. And they're like, wow, that feels so different. And then in that, in that relaxation or ease comes the release. That's where the healing starts. Like guy and I tried for a long time to get to healing through the mind and it just (laughs) doesn't work. The mind has no access to that game. Hello, my favorite listener. That's you. I wanted to share with you some of the amazing results and breakthroughs your fellow Satorians are experiencing as we speak from being in the collective with us. So if you haven't heard about the collective or what you're missing out, check this out. So Amanda writes, a couple of years ago, I was destitute, living back with my parents at 36. I'd lost my job, was overcome with chronic illness and a strong victim mindset, and I was totally stuck. Through the influence of your training, I'm enjoying a much more fulfilling life. I've moved back home gotten a great job, taken control of my health, and even bought the car I've always wanted. I'm ready to go even further into my awakening and manifest the life I truly deserve. I couldn't be happier to be part of this tribe of amazing human beings. Robin said to us, thank you. Since March, I've started meditating every day. I've lost 27 pounds. I've resigned from a job that I hated, but stuck with because of the money. And I've already received three new job offers and even taken one of them that is paying more and I'm much happier. Plus, my relationship with my husband is flourishing too. Thank you. And Paul writes, after talking to my daughter, I now know that I feel relieved and much lighter because of it. Thank you again for everything. You guys have changed my life. I feel like I've come farther in the last few weeks than I have in the last few years. I'm so grateful for your help and support. I love you guys. Look, I know this podcast adds tremendous value to your life. My suggestion is head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now and jump headfirst into the collective. After all, it's only a $9 a month investment 
and we'll, you'll get access to Guy and I in a whole new way. You'll learn some of the most cutting edge technology that we share with our best clients, but we can't really share here on the podcast. Imagine you and us interacting with each other live every two weeks for just $9. It's incredible, as you've seen before. So if you're wanting breakthrough results in your life quickly, head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and begin to deepen your journey as a historian today. Yeah, it, strength, it strengthens the part of you that likes to manage yeah. everything. So, and, and look, I, I don't want to discount it because personal development, mindset work did wonders for Elon and myself. Like we were completely different human beings from doing that work. I always say it made me into a much more productive human being. Like where I was afraid, I suddenly would just take action. Didn't mean I wasn't afraid anymore, but I, I learned how to take action even in the face of fear. Absolutely. A lot of people, it's like fear is absolutely debilitating to them. In the long run, I found that I was overriding my body and what I actually felt deeply in my system. And this is something that we've just really disconnected from, um, something that like indigenous people have, haven't, but like Western-minded, Western culture people certainly have. And I think it's something that we get to come back to, uh, to create more balance in our, our world. I, I believe we have a world built by the mind today. So it's like this world doesn't need more mind. This this world can use a lot more heart. This world can use a lot more body. This world can use a lot more energy. It's kind of all the same, um, you know. So like we have a, a world built by the mind, and that's the thing. Like when you, it it works to to a point, and then the mind is really good at adding complexity to everything. Oh, big time! That's just what it does. And I'm not saying that we're not complex machines. We are. However, there there's a really simple thing about every natural structure on the planet, every natural energy being on the planet, everything on the planet metabolizes energy, inputs and outputs energy. If we want to look at it, it's most basic function. Our body has an ability to take in energy and output it in particular ways, just like air, uh, just like trees take in oxygen, uh, sorry, uh, take in a CO2 and output oxygen. We're inputting oxygen and outputting CO2, like everything on the planet, right? Like takes in and, and puts out different things. So for us, it's like what we've learned and continue to learn and, and pursuit and mastery of is how do you metabolize the energy that's in the body without sending that energy up to the mind to be like, hey, deal with this. Because the complexity of doing that adds, starts adding all these layers to it. Oh, like, oh, I don't feel good. Okay, so what am I going to do about that? Okay, here's what I'm going to do about that. Then I'm going to go build this business. Then I'm going to have this relationship. You start doing all these things, building all these structures that all came from a part of the system that didn't feel safe. Like that was the, the originating thing, like an energy in the body that didn't metabolize is now stuck in your body. And instead of working the energy out and through the body, you start building all these systems to deal and manage with the energy. But the one thing you never do is metabolize the energy. Yeah. So then you start building all these structures that may not actually be in your alignment, which may take years per potentially decades for you to figure out that building all these structures only had to do with trying to create like uh, to suffice a need that a part had in your system. And the need was to get some attention and metabolize. And instead of getting, giving it attention and letting it metabolize, you've now built an entire life that was sourced from this part, which had nothing to do with what was in your alignment, what felt good for you or anything else like that. And this is how people end up in relationships that are really toxic for, you know, many, many years or in businesses that they don't really want to be in, or they stay in jobs that they're in, or they remain unhealthy with their physical body or, or, you know, you fill in the blank, whatever's going on but, for you. Or but you, here's, here's the funny part to yeah. that. It's like, and I'm talking specifically to people that have done work. And I know that those of you guys that are listening, like, I don't think people find Satori Prime by accident. I think people come to these conversations when they're ready to do this kind of work. So I'm talking to you with the assumption that you've done a bunch of this work and just notice like there are things in your life that you think are broken or you think need to be some other way. And it's like, let's take a job. Okay. Job doesn't work for me. So what do you do? <laughs> You're not like, Oh, let me look at what's happening within me. Like, what is the resistance? Where is that coming from? How do I heal these parts? What you do is you go, I need to get another job or you're in a, a relationship, right? And it's just the relationship not working. It's like, all right, this is the wrong person. I'm going to go find another one. And then what happens? Within a month, three tops a year, you're back in the same conversation, feeling the same exact way. Different person, 
different job, same exact sensation. So what do you do again? You're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to read that book that everyone told me about because that book I know is going to teach me how to be amazing at relationships. I'm going to just find the man or woman in my dreams. And like, it's all going to work out. And you go read that book. You're like, oh, so many light bulb aha moments. I understand. I understand. I understand. And then what do you do? You meet another person. And who do they end up being? The same exact person. And it's like all roads lead to Rome. It doesn't matter how you run around. Like it's all pointing back to that thing. And it doesn't matter how much work you do and how many books you read. It's all pointing to the same thing. And that's like the piece that I just think is so interesting. Like that shiny object is like, oh, no, no, I just haven't done enough. I haven't read enough. I haven't understood enough. I haven't. Da, 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 da. Some of you have been doing this for like 20, 30 years. Yeah. Like when's enough's enough? When, when, when's the part where you like, maybe it's not working, yeah. you know? Well, if you think about like what's going on today, right? We have social media. So we have this like, if you're scrolling through your social media newsfeed all the time, you are unconsciously and sometimes consciously con- constantly comparing yourself to other people. Oh, hell yeah. And at the advent of, of all media, basically media created comparison. If you've been thinking about World War II and the Holocaust and what was done with propaganda machine in Germany, it was like, let's compare us to these other people. We're going to say that we're better, that this is the better game and everything that's not us, like, you know, we need to get rid of altogether. However, that game's kind of like continued for, to some extent with less than trying to get rid of everybody. Although there's, there's still a lot of that in our planet. And, but, but here's the point, right? Like even TV, TV was the first time people got introduced to advertisements and TV shows where they got to look into other people's homes before that we didn't have any of that. Yeah. So at the rise of comparison was also the rise of consumerism. And consumerism suddenly said, you don't have enough, you need more. And in order to be sufficient and suffice and be a whole and perfect human being, you need to have more. What, what that more was wasn't really clear, but obviously now it's like lots and lots and lots and lots of things that we can have more of, right, to, to feel whole and complete. So there has been this fundamental thing that we have taught to pretty much every single person on the planet inside of like a capitalistic system, which is who you are is not enough. So you need to add more to that. You need to create some something outside of yourself is going to complete you. Some, something outside of yourself is going to bring this joy, finally bring this joy. And yet we have been in pursuit of that now for like close to a hundred years. We're no, we're no better for it. Right. And certainly like lives are more efficient, things like that. So maybe that's not a, a fully uh, accurate statement. However, in the, the spiritual sense in the deep sense in the way that we feel whole complete, that we feel confident, that we feel self-love, that we feel connection to others, that when we walk outside, we have appreciation for what's out there for the animals and the plants and, and all the God given things that are on this planet. And I respect, we've really become disconnected from that. And a lot of the dis-ease and the lack of well-being that's happening on our planet, because America is like one of the least happy countries in the world, and it is the consumerism mecca, I do think there is a direct correlation to that. So like a lot of this stuff is really coming back to the most basic things within you, which is to just start feeling more. The irony is every time I say to somebody, we'll just start feeling more, the, per- the perplexity on their face of how to go about that. And by the way, I'm speaking for myself too, because I remember when I was like, I'm really worried. I'm not feeling. I I remember actually having that thought, like being very concerned about my lack of ability to feel. Like we were at an event many years ago and I went and shared something or somebody was sharing something and it was very moving. And I remember being like, I don't really feel much. And then I remember thinking about like hugging my mom and her saying, I love you. And being like, when's the last time mom said, I love you. And I like, like really felt it. And I I legitimately could not think of a, a time. And it was like very concerning to me. I'm like, when did I become this robotic icy cold human. I don't remember being this way always. And I, and I started that question and inquiry back then. I'm like, well, how do I feel more? And and here's the irony of, of asking such a question. It's a good inquiry, but the mind won't lead you back to how to feel more. There's no formula for it. Right. And, and so that's kind of a lot of what we talk about with our clients today is like you, you've been trying to make this thing into another formula, but then it just becomes another concept of the mind. It becomes another way to try to achieve something. And oh, something outside of myself is going to make help me feel more when it's the most innate thing in the world. It's like, no, just drop some awareness into your system and start feeling that there's sensations in your body. And this is pretty much as simple as it gets. Certainly it helps to get reflection when you're doing this. And there are sensations everywhere in your body that you can feel that are literally entanglements of energy with everything around you, with every person around you, and with the energy that lives within your system. If you start spending more time in here, 
I promise you that a lot of the creativity that you've been looking for, the feelings that you've been looking for, the experiences that you've been looking for won't have to be something that you pursue outside of yourself and keep looking at how to create it and build it. You'll actually be like, you know, what most people come to ultimately is like, oh, the answers were inside me all the time. And that sounds really cliche to the mind because it's like, oh, that's the formula, go inside, right? And the mind will have you thinking, well, I'm doing that. It's like, no, you're not because the mind doesn't go inside. Yeah. Oh, awareness goes inside. And, and here's the distinction I want to create between awareness and mind. The awareness can be aware of mind. It can watch the mind. It can see the mind. It is not the mind. Awareness can be aware of sensations. It is not sensations, but it could be aware of sensations. So what we're saying is like, come back to your awareness because the awareness is the thing that humans have been asking themselves for a long time. Like, what's the purpose in my opinion, right? Like, and I'm, and I'm somewhat generalizing and I'm not. It's like the thing that keeps animals knowing what they're, where they're going, how to migrate, where the best feeding grounds are, what did their ancestors do, is really all a matter of awareness. We took awareness and we put the mind, we thought we put it in charge of awareness instead of putting awareness, not in charge of, but at least in observing the mind so that it doesn't run the show, but it becomes a tool from which to manifest what's within ourselves into 3D or 4D physical reality manifestation. So both the inside and the outside match each other. And I promise you, your outside is always matching your inside. But when you have no awareness of your inside, then it all seems really out of control. Yeah. And, and that's why these, like when circumstances come that don't align with what you think you're supposed to be getting, your mind starts fighting to it, uh, fighting against them because you're like, hey, this is the machine I put in charge of managing shit when it doesn't go well, instead of looking within you and seeing like, oh, there's some something energetically happening within me that by divine force or universe or whatever, it's supposed to be happening right now because it's trying to get me back into alignment. But when I interject with that process, then instead of it being like a quick process of metabolizing energy through me, it becomes this, again, years or decades or, you know, r- long ride of being on what Elon's calling like the Ferris wheel of going around and around and around of trying to figure it all out by trying to change and maneuver things outside of yourself, which never changes anything of what's happening inside of you. And which is why you keep attracting the same job, the same thing over and over again, instead of that, that experience being here for you one time, yeah, one time and being like, here you go. Now we've reorganized the energy changes, the, the manifestation and physical reality starts to match that. And there's an effortless and ease to that. Even, even when, challenges that the mind has been taught are difficult really aren't really like everything can have an effortless ease to it when we get rid of some of these things that we've been taught about what is good and what is bad on the planet if we were taught like getting sick is a way of getting stronger be like cool i'm sick right now i'm getting stronger yeah like that would be the way of things right and and so that, that can be true for anything if you're like you're making a lot of money in a business but suddenly that business doesn't feel in alignment and you go do something else and suddenly you watch all this money going away from you okay well you can look at that as old energy was attached to this money and hang and having it hang around and now that i've moved into new energy which is in greater alignment to who i am is more peaceful is going to bring me greater joys who i want to be and, and I have all this joy around me, but the money's going away and you start getting attached to the money, you're going to find yourself moving to this old identity instead of seeing, oh, old energy created that money. I'm in a new energy right now. And this has got to go away because this new energy is going to create a lot more wealth for me. But what I got to go do, get rid of first is all this money that's having all this old energy hang around me and I'm entangled to it. I'm entangled to the people that were connected to it, to the businesses that are connected to it, to the problems that were connected to it. And all this can go away but I just get to metabolize the energy that's in my system. Yeah. But you know, we were talking about uh, confidence, right? So it's like when you do that, when you take that leap, quote unquote, and you start to live from that place with that sort of context, like this is what I think confidence comes from. So I think confidence comes from alignment and obviously like there's a mental aspect to it because our perception of our world and reality either gives us confidence or takes confidence away. It's at the simplest thing, right? It's like things that you know you could do well if you're in that environment, right? You're like, oh, I've done this a million times before. The mind's like, we got this. Yeah. You have confidence. You go do anything that is new, you're going to feel like an idiot. Like confidence <laughs> is not there. And I, again, just to use tennis as an analogy, like, a, I play a lot of tennis and now the U S open is happening, which is a major. And I'm just watching 
there's a 15 year old girl, 15 year old girl who made it into the round of, I think she either made it into the third round or the fourth round. I don't remember beating like some of the best tennis players in the world. She's 15. And part of me was like, you know, at 15, there's no level of expectation, right? She comes in there like she's supposed to lose to everybody. There's, right. there's not as, any person that she even gets points off of. It's like, this is great. So confidence is sky high. There is no pressure, no expectation, right? Obviously, the audience loves her, so they're feeding her all this energy. And then you have someone else. There's like this guy who won a, a really good tournament and everyone's saying he's like the next, you know, great big thing. And over the last three months, he has just completely lost confidence to the point that this professional tennis player has served, has double faulted in the double digits in almost every one of his matches recently. Like he can't serve. He just, he went from being an amazing player to just, he's just a basket case. Like something happened in his, in his mind. And this is, we all go through this all the time, but confidence isn't necessarily one of these things that's like, you ever held that you could possibly lose. It's not this, like if I was like, go find me your confidence, it's not under a pillow somewhere. Like you didn't (laughs) lock it up in a closet and forget about it. Right. Like it's not somewhere. It's a matter of finding peace and well-being within the system. When Mm -hmm. your system feels safe, right. Then there's confidence that comes from that. When your system is scared, worried, anxious, stressed, you can't build confidence from that. That's like yeah. it, that. That's like that shakiness that happens. And so, athletes, you just watch tennis is this super super mental game where someone can win a set six one and then lose the next set one six, which is it, you're like, how did you just destroy this person and then get destroyed equally on the other yeah. side? Because something happens, right? Like a tentativeness comes in. The mind comes in and goes, wow, we just destroyed them. This is going to be easy. And then the next time that person does anything like even remotely better than they did in in the first set, you're automatically like taken back. All your confidence goes away. Like, oh, shit, they're playing so much better. Blah, blah, blah. You get in your head, right? So one of the things that I started doing in this, I've, I've shared this with literally everyone, is the am I safe? And, and like, I will literally get up to the line before I serve. And as I'm bouncing the ball, I'm just asking myself, like, am I safe? Am I safe? Am I safe? And I could just feel my system relax, right? Because the mind wants to add all these things, like the importance of this point, the importance of this serve, the, oh, shit, if I lose. And like all this stuff is swirling around, which is impacting everything that's happening in here, Right. So if I bring myself back into that place of safety, then I can just breathe and relax because the body knows what the body's doing. Like, I don't need to instruct this thing. It knows exactly how to hit that ball, right? So it's really interesting to note that I think people have this delusion, like confidence is out there somewhere. And that's why we read the books and we go to the seminars and we do all these things. So we're like, okay, that person's going to tell me how to find my confidence, but it has nothing to do with that. It's like, think of other times in your life where you're at peace, where you're feel safe when there's well-being. like, are you seeking confidence in those moments? You're like, okay, now that I'm here, where's confidence? No, it's just inside of you. I think that's very true. Um, I find, you know, like people say that line where, um, they're like, it's not what happens to you. It's how you choose to respond to it. Mm -hmm. But most people are choosing to respond to it the way that they want to respond to it. They're responding to it from what Elon said. It's like a lack of safety, um, scarcity, fear, all very, very natural things that I don't think any of us overcome. I don't, I don't, you know, maybe at the highest levels of enlightenment, but I think even then it's, it's less of it's not occurring and more of those people are experiencing it in real time without any addition to it in terms of like any mind addition, any complexity to it. It's just like, oh, there's a sensation. Like, you know, that's it. Like it really boils down to there's something in the body that's being perceived. Um, There's an appreciation for the experience versus like, what do I have to do about it? And there's a lot of that in our world. It's like something's happening. What do I have to do about it? How do I respond to it? 
So it's like, like Elon said, tennis is a really great exploration or really any single person sport, even team sports. But like when you're by yourself, it's yeah. a little bit different than a team sport yeah. because, you know, you got to rely on, on, on you alone that it's like, if, if you're not feeling safe or if the ego gets involved and is like, Oh good. Like how good I'm doing. There's like either like a, a, a little bit too much or a little bit, or a, a little bit too little of something. You're not right in that neutral state. So it's like, if you're stressed out, you're tight. You know, if you're really confident, maybe you put too much on it. And both those things can can get you in trouble. But if you get to the line and the body is fully relaxed or if a situation in your, in your life is happening and you're fully relaxed, your ability now to respond to things as they come at you, like a ball coming at you, know, at you from a tennis court or stress in your life, then you have a great ability to respond to it because it's going to be pure, pure you, pure aligned, balanced you. And it's like, what, what do you actually want? And I would and I would offer that when you're in alignment, then you're also in connection with other ethereal energies that are working to support you. Because when we're stressed out, we're not like, oh my God, I am so supported. This is wonderful. Look at everything just working with me. You're like, fuck the angels, fuck the gods, like, you know, or you're thinking that, oh, I gotta turn to God and now ask for a favor, and all these kind of like weird things that humans have done for millennia to try to deal with stress. But at the end of the day, it's like the system hasn't gotten information for safety since it was really little for the most part, or with like sparse experiences, you know, like psychedelics or long meditation, things like this, but it's like, it doesn't get it in a prolonged experience. So something like, again, we, we believe that if you want to really understand this stuff, then you got to work with somebody, whether myself or Elon or somebody else that is keenly aware of energy and can give you proper an immediate reflection on how your system is working, uh, teach you how to track your energy body, uh, have you decipher what's your from what's yours from other people. A lot of people deal with other people's energy and they're exhausted by it. Um, and and once you get a, a kind of like keyed into how this works for you, that's when stress arises in the system, everything starts becoming an opportunity, even getting vertigo or respiratory infection or dealing with all these different things that happen to all of our lives. Nobody's life is perfect. It doesn't matter what social media or what advertising or media shows you. Everybody's dealing with something. That's what enables not, not for these situations to stop, however, for you to return to a state of neutrality of balance. And from this place is where you can respond better, where we find there is a massive increase in synchronistic action, uh, synchronistic activity, synchronistic happenings, um, in your ability to feel safety, well-being, support from ethereal energies, and to actually start using the energy of entanglement, like as a partnership versus something that's drawing energy from you, something that's giving you energy. And that's like the big, uh, big shifts here. Yeah, so guy made a really, really fantastic point. And and I'm gonna make this offer for those listening now or or on a replay or on the podcast. If you're listening to this and going like, wow, I would love to figure out how to do this in my own life, I'm gonna direct you to a very, very simple link. It's satoriprime.com forward slash talk. Satoriprime.com forward slash talk. Okay. And here's my offer. If you want to get and ha- get on the phone with me personally and actually have me walk you through a session where I'll show you how to track the body, how to bring safety into the system, how to start doing practices on a day-to-day basis that will not only shift your life, but all those around you. One of the things that I'm starting to realize more and more and more is like, especially with couples, right? There's this thought that I have to have my partner in on this with me mm. to have our relationship thrive. It logically, totally, and absolutely makes sense. And if you asked me even five years ago, I would have told you that that's the only way. And I'm, what I'm offering you now is that it has nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. If your kids are a sore spot right now in your life and you wish you could figure out how to do this, you get to do this work on yourself. And then as you work and heal these energies, your kids will start showing up differently. Your husband or wife will start showing up differently. You will look at events in your life 30 days from now, if you start to do this work and go, who the fuck is this other person? Like it it will blow your mind how much you doing this kind of work instead of understanding work, how big of shifts it's going to create at work, with your health, 
with your partner, with your kids, with your family, etc. Like they will behave in ways that you haven't seen them behave all when you start doing this work. So again, if you want to do that session with me, you head over to satoriprime.com forward slash talk. There's an option there to uh, book in a consultation. We'll do a session. Usually these sessions, they've been going a little bit longer now. I usually said like 30 to 40, but they're, they're usually about 45. Like this morning, I did a 60 minute session because we were just in it. But yeah, I, I just want to offer you guys that opportunity to really start diving deep into this work and see how different this is because this takes it out of the understanding realm of being up here and into a felt sense. And at the end of the call, I promise you're going to feel different. Like it's, I can make that big ass bold guarantee. Like you will feel very, very different and it's simple and easy to do. It just takes reflection and someone being there that can hold that space let your body and your system feel safe so that you can go there in a way that you just haven't been able to experience before. So yeah, I just wanted to make that offer. That's what kind of came through. And hopefully uh, I get to share this with, with a bunch of you. Beautiful. Wrap it up there. All right, guys. Hope you're having a beautiful start to your week. Enjoy the rest of it. We love you very much. Thank you for investing your time with us. And we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hey, hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you to go lock in your $9 per month for life offer to join our collective. I promise if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love what we're sharing inside of the collective. Again, just head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and you can lock that price in. These are the same tools that we share with our personal one-on-one clients and those guys pay us tens of thousands of dollars to work with us. You can have them for just $9 a month. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash the collective. And as always, we'd love to hear your honest reviews of our show. So if you head to iTunes and leave us a review right now, you could actually be next week's lucky winner. And lastly, if you do want to connect with Guy and I, head to Facebook right now, join our personal development without the fluff private group, ask for permission. There's a ton of amazing exclusive content there as well. And you get to communicate and interact with Guy and I on an ongoing basis. So as always, thank you for your trust, your loyalty, and your listening. We do not take it for granted. We really, really appreciate it. We love you and we'll see you next time.